We're heading into the long weekend, and I know a lot of people are going to be enjoying some fun and tonics. At the cottage, on the deck, a patio somewhere over the long weekend. And so this caught my eye. Canadian drinkers get 10% of their daily calories from alcohol, according to a study. We reached out to Adam Shirk, who is a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Victoria, and he is the lead on this study. Welcome to the show, Adam. Good to have you on. Thanks for having me this morning. So what motivated this study? What we're interested in is, I've been in alcohol research for some time, but one thing that I didn't even know was how many calories we're getting when we're drinking alcoholic beverages. And one of the reasons that we don't really understand how much is in our beverages is because it's not labeled on the the packaging. So that was kind of the motivation behind this current study. That's true. And, you know, I have a lot of friends that have started to um, bring along, whether you're going to events at a cottage or you know, it's somebody's backyard, they've started to bring along these uh, vodka drinks because they're always saying, oh, no, they're low in sugar. They're low in sugar. It's on people's minds. So what did you learn about how much uh, calorie, how many calories are in the uh, drinks, the alcoholic beverages that we consume? What we found was really surprising, or at least it was surprising to me. So what we found that was among Canadian drinkers, we get on average more than one-tenth of all of our recommended daily calories from alcoholic beverages, even though the calories or other nutritional labeling isn't mandated to be on the packaging. So we thought this was something interesting that we should think about um, as drinkers, possibly consider adding that type of information to the packaging itself. Break down what uh, the average cider, cooler, beer has, and and wine as far as calories are concerned. That's a good question. The, the drinks that have the most calories in them are ciders and coolers, those type of ready-to-drink um, things that come in cans. Those have tons of calories in them, more than 200. And then in second place is beer. A can of beer or a bottle of beer has about 140 or 150 calories. And then still quite a lot of calories in, in a glass of wine, around 100 calories. And even just a shot of spirits of hard liquor there's about 90 calories in that. So there's, there's quite a lot of, there's quite a number of calories just in straight alcohol and pure alcohol, the ethanol that's in the alcohol that we're drinking. What did you find out about light beer? That's a good question. The, the, the lighter the ethanol content, the less pure alcohol in the drink, they tend to have less calories. It depends a bit on the ingredients that are in it. But for the most part, the lower the percentage, the lower the calories. And vice versa. So these high-strength beers, 7, 8, 9, even 10%, those have a lot of calories in them. So the average drinker consumes 250 calories or 11% of their daily estimated energy requirements via alcohol uh, per day. Can you break it down into what this would be the equivalent of? Sure, that 250 cals is about the same that would be in a bag of chips that you grab from the corner store. So it's pretty surprising because that's every single day. Now it's averaging the drinks over all the days. And of course, we don't all drink the average number on every drink. Some some days we'll drink more and some days we'll drink less. Um, But if we average it out, that's what we would find. So a drink or two equivalent to eating an extra bag of chips every day. Funnily enough, I've already got that average chips a day, extra bag of chips a day, because when I drink a glass or two, I want chips. Yeah, I know. Which is a feedback loop, too, and then it could be more and more. So, right. Another interesting thing to think about with alcohol calories is we don't usually 
replace our food calories with alcohol calories. We're just adding them on top. That's right, because there were, there's an extreme case, and I was reading about this in the CBC article. It's uh, a clinical psychologist based in Toronto studied the links between calorie-conscious mm-hmm. alcohol consumption and food dis- restriction. It's sometimes known as drunkorexia, and basically uh, they say that it's not necessarily a bad thing if you're drinking less, but what they're concerned about is people are choosing because they know that there's high calorie count in the alcohol. They're, they're saying, okay, well, I can only consume this many calories a day. I'm going to drink my calories instead of eating them. Right. I read that too, and it was interesting. And that, that is not what we're trying to say with, our, say, say, say with our study, that people should replace their calories with alcohol calories. It's only that if we, if we want to have a total calories that we're trying to get to, we want to be conscious and get those from things that have that are nutritional that have um, things that are healthy in them and alcohol tends not tends doesn't have to isn't normally the case that way does it strike you as funny that we put our calorie count on you know count canned goods packaged foods but we don't have a calorie count on uh, alcohol or spirits it is funny that's one of the reasons that we wanted to do this study if you think about things like soda, even things like bottled water, they have calorie nutritional labeling on it. It's mandated um, at the federal level, and yet alcohol has somehow been exempted. Do you, so even though yep. even though alcohol is it's um, it's under the Food and Beverages Act, like virtually all other food and beverages in Canada, it's been given kind of a free pass. Whereas other food and beverage manufacturers have had to include this information as a matter of course for many years. So, where do you go to next, Adam? I mean, you're in the business of research. Can you? Are you going to push the government to mandate changes and and put the calorie count on alcohol? It's something to consider. There's been um, quite a bit of interest in this story, so we'll see where it goes. Um, something that we would like the government to consider is including those calorie and beverage, uh, calorie nutritional labeling on alcoholic beverages. And then another thing that we might want to consider as a society and have a discussion about is having health arms labeling on alcohol packaging, similar to what we have on, on, cigarette, on cigarette packaging. So you want to take it farther than just caloric count? It's something we could consider. I'm, I'm not going to go ahead and call for that just right. kind of on my own, but if we... If we think about it, and one thing that's becoming very clear is a strong link between alcohol and cancer. And this is kind of the link between tobacco and cancer is what kind of tipped the scales of public opinion um, against cigarette smoking back in the day. And this is one of the reasons why there are health harms labels on tobacco packaging now. So as we get more and more evidence on the link between alcohol and cancer, it might be something that we would consider in the future. Adam, what other uh, research are you eyeing right now? We've also done a study that looks at the cost of substance use in Canada, not just alcohol, but also tobacco and six other categories of drugs like opioids and cannabis. Um, That was quite surprising. Results came out last year. We found that substance use in Canada across eight different substance categories is costing Canadians about $38 billion a year. Wow. So that's something that... I see why now you want the uh, labor labeling uh, put on, uh, on, on things like alcohol. I appreciate your time today. It's an interesting study, Adam. Thanks. Thanks for talking with me. Have a great day. Adam Shirk is a postdoctoral fellow at the University of Victoria.